Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Happy Monday morning from the Jenny and Coco show. The mother-daughter production where we talk about nothing and everything both at the same time. Yes. So thank you for being here and for listening. Um, We are just Sunday morning. We're just chilling. We got a... Well, mom got all of like the Bernie and the Fox Boutique stuff organized in the basement the past couple weeks. So we're just having a couple friends over today to kind of just check it out and drink some wine. Yeah. And just let them see what it looks like and... Feel and touch of stuff. I know with, with doing an online boutique things, you can't like really see them. I told her, you know, I said, we need to just show everybody mm-hmm. what's down there and especially the local people that actually can have a chance to come and see it. So if you are local and you're listening and since I do have it set up, reach out with a Facebook message or on the group page and let us know and we can set up a time for you to come check it out too. Yep, that works perfect. Um, I know last time we kind of left off what was kind of a longer episode, but we left off with the wedding scenario because I did have some people um, commenting on my posts and stuff on Instagram. Why didn't you go to Christmas's wedding? So I will kind of talk about that. Um, I guess, so for me, my mental health is kind of like um, a roller coaster. Like some days I'm really strong, actually some weeks, like right now I feel really strong, really good. Like I couldn't even tell that I like have anxiety or panic attacks at times. Um, and that's how I was for the, for two years. Like I was the past two years, I was really, really good. No anxiety at all. Like, and, um, any big brother that I've ever played. And then following that, my whole pregnancy, and I'd say up to era was six months. And then it kind of just hit me. I think it was maybe the change of medication or hormones, it kind of started to worsen when I, um, when he wasn't only breastfeeding and when I got my menstrual cycle back. So I do think it is hormone related and I'm waiting on a hormone test, but it's always easier if we can blame it on something, right? And I'm not trying to blame it on something. It's fine to just have anxiety and just own it. And that's what I do try to do. I try to make people feel like they're not alone because so many people do have that stigma of it and it doesn't affect me it doesn't it doesn't mean that i'm any like less of a person or different or i can't do um crazy amazing things in life i mean if you look at the past of my life i've had generalized anxiety my whole life when i talk to my therapist 
um, she kind of brought up the fact that I used to cry when my mom would drop me off at school way back when I was in kindergarten, first grade. I remember it lasting until almost third grade, and my mom's like, no. I I don't remember it past. It was bad in kindergarten, but after that, I never. I hit it, though. I I would go, so I'd kiss my mom on the cheek. She dropped me off. I'd kiss her on the cheek, and then I would go to the bathroom immediately, and I would cry because I'd be worried something would happen to my family. And my therapist said, and I've only been in therapy for like a month or two, and it's been super helpful kind of just to have a third party listening and just uncovering things that I didn't even know like that or my personality. She said for a young kid that age to take on that, even that thought, is just, I must have been born like kind of a worrier because a lot of kids are so carefree and whatever. And so I think she's just like, you feel empathy and you're really like just like a deep person. And so I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So I've had it my whole life and then go ahead. Yeah. And I think she relates things because this is like really weird. Way back in Big Brother, like I've always, always, always watched Big Brother since she was little. Mm -hmm. So like when the seasons would come on and, you know, she wants to be right next to me. So she would like watch or whatever. Well, at right years ago, I don't remember how old you were when I had that. Mm -hmm. Well, I kept having like, what, like panic attacks and we were watching Big Brother one time and then, um, I had to go to the hospital. I said, I think I'm having like a heart attack. And I was young then. Like Mm -hmm. I kept having like issues and issues. And so I went to the hospital and they said, no, it was just anxiety or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm like, no, it's like severe pain. Well, this went on, I don't know what, two years, two years. I probably went four times in the two years and it scared the crap out of Nicole because she's like, oh my gosh, my mom is going to die or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it did turn out um, later on, I ended up having, it was all gallbladder and they had never checked that. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I had like gallbladder surgery. I was actually in the hospital for four days during that because it was so inflamed once they finally figured it out. And, but so after that, like the next season when Big Brother was on, I said, oh, yay, Big Brother's starting. She started crying and she was young and she's like, I don't want you to go back to the hospital. Like it was yeah, like. Yeah, that is crazy. I remember that a so whole year So it took me later. a long time to get her to like Big Brother. I had to go through like two seasons without <laughs> getting sick and end up in the hospital because she was relating us watching that show to me oh. going to the hospital. Do you remember that now? That, yeah, I do. And what's crazy is also. My therapist said that you have to make new memories when something happens, which is exactly what just happened there. One season of Big Brother comes on, you have one attack, and I relate it. So you have to make, you know, two more years of good memories. She's like, for example, if you feel anxious or have an anxiety attack in a grocery store, don't avoid that grocery store. Go make new successful memories in that grocery store. So that's something that I do now where I don't avoid, like, say I have a bad panic attack and I'm wearing a shirt. I would normally be like, oh, God, no, I can't wear that shirt. She's like, wear that shirt and don't feed into it. And so that has been super helpful. So if that's something you struggle with, um, there's a little tip that she told me. Um, I mean, I'd go in as far as like jeans, underwear, and shirt. Like I was just superstitious. Like, oh, no, I can't wear that ever again. Like get rid of it. <laughs> um, but back on track to kind of what I was saying was um, – Shoot, I don't even know. You're talking about Christmas's wedding. Yeah, but I was talking about anxiety. Okay, anyways. And then so I get, sometimes I just get feeling where I cannot like leave. Um, I don't want to go on like a plane and I can't, I don't know. I just get, how would you describe it? I just get like where anything scares me. I I don't know. It, It happens. It's kind of like 
um, I'd say like right around when my menstrual cycle is going to start, but it was, I was so excited. I actually skipped Victor's, um, friend's wedding that he was in so I could like, okay, I'm going to Christmas's wedding. Um, you know, looked into the, all the plane tickets, looked Dave into the hotel. A, yeah, Dad Dave was, was already planned his vacation days. We were yeah, all going. So we were definitely going. I had my outfit bought and then it just came like closer and closer and I just didn't feel like I could like really mentally go because I was so stressed about the no mask mandate on the plane for Arrow. I get like a little bit of, because he got so sick from COVID, we ended up in the hospital, thankfully just for one night. But that was so scarring to me as a new mother. He was only three months old and I literally like at times thought like, oh my gosh, like something could happen and this could be really, really bad and I could lose him. And so I just, I was like, I couldn't feel like I could put him on the plane and not stress. And then just, um, being on the plane and being like, I don't know, it was just overwhelming to me mentally. And it was really, then I felt so much guilt that I just cried and cried and cried because I didn't want my anxiety to stop me from doing something that I wanted to do. I didn't want it to like rule my life. And so I fought it and fought it and fought it. And then I messaged Christmas and, she kind of, she understood and I was super like honest with her, but she like uh, still wanted me to come. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to go and I can do it. And I had a couple good days and then I had one day where I was like, I, like, I just couldn't. And then I got to the point where I just felt like I had to pick my health over, like just, I just mentally couldn't do it. And it, it's like hard to even, I feel so good right now that it's hard for me to say that. And like admit that, but it just like going out to another state on a holiday weekend, and just for it's 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 a lot of work for just the two days. I mean, you know, like we've talked about it lots of times. We're two and a half hours from the airport, and then you know, it, it, it's just a ton and ton of work. It's I and you know, I was we were sitting here being supportive. We didn't think we thought it was too rushy to try to go just for a couple of days, but we were going to support Nicole whatever she felt like she could do. We were going to do with like me and Victor and Dave. We we were ready and willing to go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then so I felt guilty because she was feeling guilty because I wasn't pushing her to go either. I just sat back and like whatever happens happens. And I told her it'd be nice for her now to go. Mm-hmm plan when we can a trip to Florida again and go visit with Christmas in Memphis for a couple of days and actually get to spend some quality time with them mm-hmm. by yourself, you know, because at a wedding, you're there for their very important moment, but you also aren't going to be able to spend time with them. You know, you mm-hmm. be- just was trying to look at the positives because I did feel so guilty. Actually, my one of my whole therapy session before that was just me crying, feeling so guilty and just like it it was just, it was really hard on me. And, um, now I can kind of talk about it, but I've never, I just don't want to miss out on things because of, um, anxiety or it's, it's actually at the moment, it's more than anxiety. Cause it's like, it's something that you feel like is impending doom. Like, it's not just, Oh, I'm, I'm like, it's a lot on my plate. It's not the feeling of overwhelming. I've, I've thrive in that environment. It's like, it's like an elephant sitting on your chest for three days straight and, you know, nausea and just, it's different. So if you have had it, you kind of understand. Um, but if you haven't, it's really hard to understand. And I have a hard time describing it to Victor. Um, so it, cause he doesn't, he's so chill. His heart rate's like 40 resting. Mine's 99. <laughs> 
and I've had it and I've had it before. So I understand, Mm -hmm. you know, I had it because I think that gallbladder stuff especially made me have it because I was so worked up all the time. And that's around the area. I probably had it for a four year period, but somehow I, you know, it takes a lot, but I got my mind to control it and I can stop it now. Like when it's going to start. Yeah. And that's what 90% of the time I can stop it. That's what you, that's what you want. That's like the best thing for and that's what I'm working towards, and that's what my therapist is working towards, just having it last five minutes, five seconds, rather than two hours and and all that. Um, and then this was another side note thing that I guess when my mom just brought up, it made me think of it, is uh, so if you are like in the healthcare field at all, or maybe you're just a friend that has someone who does suffer from some type of um, you know, mental health uh, issue, then, okay, so... I remember way back when my mom, and I remember who the nurse was, I remember way back when we her first panic attack, panic attack was really a gallbladder attack, but we went to the hospital and they were so mean to my mom and they were like, you're fine, you're doing this to yourself, calm down, would ya? And I actually ended up working with that nurse um, I, when I graduated nursing school and went to the hospital that I worked at. And I mean, I never said anything and I didn't really see that side of her too much. But for that moment, I was just like, that was so, I can still, I know what room she was in. It's gut wrenching. So what I'm just trying to say is if someone comes in and if it is just a panic attack, it feels like life or death. Okay. It feels, it doesn't just feel like something. And if we could stop it, we damn well would. We cannot. So I just want to say for people who don't suffer, you are lucky and have empathy and sympathy because it is not something that I would wish on anyone. And um, and I just think that someday you will understand because maybe it will happen to you. But I don't think that it just makes me so mad that people are just like, oh, we actually have real emergencies. And we and just make you belittle you because I feel like I've almost died and came back to life at least 100 times. And I'm not exaggerating. And it causes PTSD because you're like, you feel like you're like, this is it. I've called my mom on the way to the hospital before when I first started suffering from them. And I was crying and I said, mom, like, this is goodbye. Like, I'm going to cry thinking about it because it's like, it's so real. And so people need to like, I don't know. Oh, it's just, I just want people to understand. And I wish there was like a simulator that you could feel, um, but you can't. And 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 it's hard because I've I've been on that side where you know like I said I mean I did have panic and anxiety because you know the other stuff but so it turned into full blown yeah, panic you, attacks where like, you think eight. you're dying and yeah. and then you can't and then like I remember I had to, I got a job after that like a job at a place because. At, at the, as the man, like at a store at, at that time I was just doing the cashier but I literally got a job just to keep my mind busy and I'm thankful for that job still now because I swear that just totally took it away it was just weird because I had a best friend I talked to every day like for hours and she's like cuz she has really bad anxiety too she had and she said I cannot believe you just go to that store and work every day and and talk to them people all day. She says, I would never have guessed that. And I said, it helps. I said, and then all of a sudden, yeah, that wasn't gone. But now, like, even when Nicole has it, I feel helpless because I know. So I don't, you know, I try to talk her. I, she says I help a lot because I do talk her yeah, down and does. out. And, yeah. like, because I've been through it. But it's, um, 
you know, you're helpless a little bit because so Victor, not knowing what it is, and Dave, my husband has, he cannot understand anxiety at all. He, but he's like a, he's what is he? A, he's on the go every second. He yeah. doesn't sit still, and he keeps his mind busy, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and he, he doesn't does. have anything ever had any kind of anxiety. So he just to him like he thinks like. We make it up in our heads. He does not understand. Yeah. But he does. it's not like he's unsupportive or supportive. He just basically ignores it, doesn't he? Yeah. Just, I mean, he's never made me feel like if, if I'm with him and I have it, like he tries to find a solution. Like he's driven me to the hospital before. Yeah. But I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or stops the car so you can lay down. Lay out. Yeah. Being outside helps. But yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of all I really wanted to say about that. Okay. And um, the... The house selling her other house. Yeah. They they stayed the first night. I don't know how it went, but they brought all their stuff up. Yes, they closed on their other house Friday, so they, I think they still have possession of it for the rest of this month or whatever. But so they brought a whole load up, and they suppose the I people think, moving into my old house is who she's talking. And about. I think they stayed the night there, so hopefully everything went good. And I think mm-hmm. with. Um, we didn't get the papers in very quickly, so I think they're going to live there for the next few weeks. But the closings in a couple weeks and, yeah and that'll be in the cat situation we're still that's like really hard for me if you guys know um did i talk about it on here before probably a little bit because everybody asked for a cat update they oh, wanted they to did. know what okay we didn't talk about it for like the last three weeks okay so they know that hershey is an 18 year old cat that has lived in the okay so hershey is i don't know like I talked to the neighbor that lived behind me who I guess Hershey belonged to before I felt like Hershey became my cat um, because I saw Hershey every day. And so then we went to their house and we just basically said like, hey, do you see Hershey a lot? And do you um, do you like feed him? And if I left him in town, would you be able to kind of take care of him? Because I don't know if it'd be best for him to like take him out of his environment since he's like 18 years old, could be 20 years old. And he goes all around town and they're like, yeah, we can feed him. We can put food out for they him. They said they feed him twice a week. Now they have a different name yeah. for him. He's, they got him named something else because they've had him. Yeah. They said, well, that's our cat. And I said, well, do the, does he come over every day and do you feed him? No, only like twice a week. And we're like, well, since we're leaving, you know, we're, she's not going to be checking on him. Are you going to have food out seven mm-hmm. days a week? Because like, cats are very routine. I learned that the vet just told me that a couple of days ago. Um, they're very routine. So you would have to literally take the cat and break their routine for six weeks in a in like um, a garage, a shed, a basement, something. Because uh, I guess like Hershey will look for me at that time of day every day, and so that was like kind of hard. But they're just creatures of habit, so they'd have to spend six weeks probably trying to show Hershey you can come eat here. Well, I th- in my opinion, honestly, on that is Hershey will be fine because Hershey yeah. was fine for twelve years before she moved in there or however many years and went to where um yeah. the thing with he Twix, catches he but, catches animals too. I've seen it. But Twix, the on the other hand, was stumbled over there as a kitten. Mm-hmm. And so we and we asked about Twix and they said they've never fed Twix. So we're just not sure where so else Twix to, is eating. Yes, yeah, so I don't think he's eating anywhere else. And I and so my plan is to definitely go get Twix. I just I have a couple litter boxes. I don't know where I'm going to put him because our my garage is so overloaded, but if we get a storage unit, that would kind of be nice to put some stuff in for now. But then 
if someone like the people, male people, opened the door and Twix was gone, what would you do? I just have to make sure, like, keep this door shut or put him in the basement. But I, he's only a year and a half, and he won't go by anybody else. He is such a scaredy cat. So I do have to figure out a solution for him. I don't know. I have to, and I don't necessarily really want a house cat. I really don't. I, and it's not, and it's not like, I just feel like I can't really with the dogs and stuff. I just, I know Victor will throw a fit. So I just would like for him to be like a cat. That's just, I mean, during the winter I could bring him inside like at night, but I don't really want. She has a big basement. So the cat could lurk in the basement, but I don't know if, if, Twix will be missing. I don't know. We're, it's still, I'm still hoping like today when we go over there this afternoon or tomorrow, we can figure out if one of the neighbors actually has been seeing Twix and no, taking care of Twix. No, I'm not going to cave in with Twix. I'm not going to cave in with Twix because he only knows us. Like we raised him since he was a kitten. He came into the garage. He doesn't know anyone else. He, I can't like, I can't just leave him. If I found someone to take him inside... Because he's, he's got all his shots. I got him neutered. He's got a microchip. Like, um, he's very, like, lovey if he, to me. And so I know he could be to someone else. I'm fine with that. Do you know what I mean? I can't yeah. just, like, let him. He's not really, he grew up on outside, but he's he's not, like, he hasn't seen, like, the hard days of, like, being an outside cat. He got pretty, he had a heated bed his whole life. Like, he got pretty spoiled, so... And he's got the, I buy him blue diamond and fancy feast food. Like, he's just not gonna, he's not, he can't, I don't think he could survive out there. <laughs> but that's kind of the update for that. And then we got a very funny lawn mowing story oh for you. Oh my ya. gosh. Okay, so I left um, my house one day, was it just last, last week? week? And I pulled out of the driveway and then I kind of, we live on a huge yard. So it takes Victor, like he tries to get the yard done in under three hours, but he is going so fast. Like it's, how many acres would you say? Cause the pond takes away a couple acres. So maybe like eight acres of mowing or uh, yeah, something like I'm that. I'm not sure. And so I'm driving out and then he thinks I'm like pulling out of the he driveway. He was out mowing for, I had just left yeah. here like an hour uh, and a half before that and then she was going to come over to my house because we we're going to do some stuff and I was pulling out and Victor walked out to start mowing the lawn then so it was like an hour and a half later you pulled you came over okay now you yeah can finish. and so I pull out of the driveway and then I pull onto the road and I kind of slow down and he like thinks I'm trying to wave at him and I like wave back and I'm just kind of staring at the lawn okay I'm like okay and I can see the marks going I'm like I can just see like the whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to not say anything. I'm going to go to my mom's house. So I go to my mom's house and I walk in and then like five minutes later, I remembered, I said, Oh, is there a way to like mow the lawn, but not mow the lawn? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I mean, he's mowing, but it doesn't look like he's mowing. And I'm like, either he doesn't have the lawnmower blades turned on or else the raised, the deck is all up. And then so, so she's like, he's doing that, mom. He is doing that because there's no lawn being cut. Because I can't tell like, what's cut and what's not cut. And I'm like, oh, gosh, he's been out there since I came home. And then anyway, so then you sent a text. So then I sent a text and said, hey, because I know he can check his Apple Watch while he's on the lawnmower. Hey, I don't think, like, you, I don't think you're actually mowing the lawn. <laughs> and then he texted back. 
yeah, your dad just stopped by and, and told me that. And because my dad was on the way home from my brother's and he like drove by and he saw it and he's like, oh, I put the dad changed the oil in our lawnmower. So he puts the blades up and I just don't. The deck up. Pull the, the deck, deck up. I just don't understand how Vic, mo- Vic, he puts in his earbuds and he just does not know anything else I don't know where on. he thought he was. I don't know how he's seen any tracks when he wasn't mowing. Like, you can see the lawn. Yeah, the wheel tracks, but still, like, right. you see the, gra- the grass flying. I would know right away because, like, have you ever mowed your lawn for people who mowed? Have you ever mowed the lawn and you, you like, it's not super long and you're only cutting, like, the tips off? I've mowed it, like too early before where you can't see a big cut and it's hard to find where to go. So I don't understand how he was like seeing very well where to go for an hour and a half without realizing. And he did say afterwards, he was like, okay. He, and then, and he was not feeling good that day either. His, yeah. his, um, we had went to the campground the his day before sinuses. and his sinuses were like, yeah, really allergies good. were so. And I think he had like a little bit of an inf- sinus infection. Yeah. So he was like not feeling well at all. And he's like, it is what it is. He's like, I noticed something. He said he noticed, but he just didn't even think about it. Like, not the... He's like, I knew something wasn't quite right. So Victor he was just... his lawn mowing. He has had the hell of a time. So anyways, my husband was... He's like, should I load our lawnmower up and go over and help him? Victor's like, I was so happy when I seen Dave pull in. So Dave pulled in and Dave helped him. So he still got it done in because we have the same exact mm-hmm. lawnmowers. He still got it done in the time... You know, because Dave felt guilty, you know, just letting him sit and do it. So he came and helped him and got it all knocked out or whatever. And it was. So the, let's talk about Victor with the lawnmower real quick. So the first day that he uses it, he buys this really expensive lawnmower. And um, he, what did he do the first time? The first time he was rubbed it up too much and he didn't wasn't listening to the lawnmower and broke and cut the belt. Cut the belt. Okay. So this was the very first time it just the belt just flew off. So dad had to come bring his lawnmower to the rescue and Vic used it then. Okay. And then took it to Sandusky and they fixed it. Which yes. at that point we we don't know like what happened. We're just like, well that's the first time using it. Maybe it was just you know, we didn't we don't know. But um, then the second time he mowed the lawn, what happened? What was the second time? Um, the choke was on, and so something Oh, yeah, happened. he mowed with the choke on, and it wouldn't start again. So, so we had to bring our lawnmower over, and Dave had to get it, do something to fix it again. And then, then maybe, like, the fifth time, he wasn't the, actually mowing the lawn. And then, like, the third <laughs> time, he was good. Um, the third time, he did good. And then the, and then the fourth time, he we didn't know what was going on, and I said, what's all the algae floating in the pond? Oh, then he blew all the grass. extra grass into the pond, and I'm like, what's, what's floating? It's like, a, it's like an island of grass in the middle of the pond. And then, and then he, oh, the third time he covered our entire driveway, which is fine. You're learning. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just grateful so, he's yeah. doing it. So the, he's the, just the, the driveway a, was pure green and it's a wide driveway. And we're like, you're supposed to blow the grass, like onto the grass, like, which he's, he literally has never, I mean, the, and the lawn that they have, I'm going to be honest, I could not take on this lawn because of all the hills. So he is doing a great job mm-hmm. with the hills and not like sliding all over. He's not and, getting and it, defeated with all these setbacks. I'll no, tell he's you just been going to town still. So I'm really proud of him. I mean, when he quits having these little issue, hiccups, I'm going to be kind of bored because it's kind of interesting <laughs> to see what happens each time 
each time. Oh, one time. And then I think also on the third time he lost his earbud charger while he was doing it. So he had to order new earbuds for the fourth time. But the fourth time when he was mowing, he found the earbuds charger. So that was awesome because he was like, the new ones just aren't good. Speaking of those earbuds, we went and did a bunch of yard work last a couple days ago. And... He's like, he comes, he, when he does yard work, he just gets so serious. He just puts in his earbuds. I'm like, um, we should like talk and hang out. And then he's like, oh, we'll just put one earbud in then. And he puts one earbud in and I'm like, you could play music for both of us. And then he goes and gets a speaker and plays music. And then we have like a fun, good day. But it's so funny. He just means business. I mean, he puts in his earbuds and you cannot disturb him on that lawnmower. That's why I was so afraid in that moment to even like say, stop him and say, hey, I don't think you're mowing the lawn because if I was wrong, he'd be like, <laughs> oh, but, but he he has been, you know, like I said, it's, I think, and he said, I heard him say last night after you Oh, that's up, why he couldn't He's hear. mowing tomorrow or Tuesday again. So mm. we'll see how that goes. But it's just, it is, it's quite. The it's, lawnmower chronicles. Yes. It's, it's definitely like learning on the lawnmower, but. I could not, I couldn't even jump on mine to help him unless I did the back. But the earbuds, flat. I think the earbuds are the problem because he couldn't hear when it was like revving. Revving. He couldn't hear like with a choke. He couldn't hear all and that he w- stuff. And you would hear the mowing too, like it, it yeah, cutting like the grass and throwing it. Yeah, like I think he just gets in his music and he's just like, yeah, yeah. And he's just riding around on a lawnmower without cutting grass for an hour. Like, I'm just a little confused where the grass is going, okay? But he was sick, kind of sick, and so uh, it, it's laughable and it's funny. And he wasn't like super upset about it because he just kind of knew. Yeah, I should probably make he's probably, sure. Like he was probably a little embarrassed. I would. That would. I, would I don't think be, he'll do it again. I I would be a little bit embarrassed with that one. But um, yeah, and I don't listen to anything when I'm Olan. I just enjoy it and think. You know, I don't need. I don't. I don't wear earbuds ever. So I mean. Yeah, the so, so I on. think that he just gets lost in his music. You know what I mean? With <laughs> his is. shirt off, getting a tan, doing his thing. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I was like, I just, like, waved, like, oh, hey, like, I'm just checking out the lawn. It looks good. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he's mowing, but I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to go confirm with my mom if that's even possible first. And then and then it was so weird because when she texted him and he said, yeah, your dad stopped by, she's like, he probably thinks that we all talked, but we didn't. We had no idea Dave was even driving by at the time and stopped it or anything. It was just so, so, like, coincidence but funny. And yeah, I was like, he probably thinks I called my dad and sent my dad over there, but I didn't. It was just dad like, to the rescue. Yeah, that is that is that is a very a funny story for like years to come. And then, just because it was, I mean, ten minutes—that's one thing, but an hour and like a half. You know what I mean? That's a long time. And dad's like stopped and was like, "Your lines look great, Vic, but uh, I don't think you have the blade down." <laughs> Oh, and speaking of that yard work, they worked outside all day. And then the next day, Nicole could not move, could you? But you still don't know what it is. No, and I still feel like if I like eat certain things, I get really gassy in my chest and my back. So I don't know. I think I like might have pulled something. And then on top of it, I got really bad heartburn. I don't know what the heck it was, but I hadn't worked so hard in a long time. Yard work is so much work. I thought it was going to be fun, but we did like 45 bags of mulch. 
And they raked up all the old stuff and like shoveled it up. And that's what she said. She said to Victor, she's like, Victor said he was sore from opening the mulch. And she says, I'll trade you. I'd rather open the mulch and pour the mulch. You rake it up and pick it up. She said, Yeah, I raked all the mulch and then he picked it up with like the shovel. But I was like, I'd rather freaking pick. Uh, The raking was, so then I did a couple picking up and I'm like, oh yeah, this is easier for me. I feel like for me it was because I'm short to the ground. And then, um, spreading all the mulch he was like he's like no the hard part's picking up the bags and taking it which yeah i get that is heavy they're both hard parts but then i was on my hands and knees like getting dizzy just doing the mulch and spreading it and then he's like you have it too thick and then i'm like oh my gosh but we were laughing about it it was like a funny fun day but i couldn't i was like dripping sweat and it was only like 65 degrees out thankfully i could not have done that in the heat and then we planted some flowers. We were going to put all of our new patio furniture together, but it was like 4 o'clock, and he had haircuts to go do. Um, and then I had uh, something else to do too. So my therapy was at 3.45. Oh, yeah. You were probably thankful for that for a break that day, weren't you? Kind of. I was like, Mom, just call me in if Arrow needs to drink something because I'm like, I need a break. And then he ran over my really cute... I got a really cute um, watering pail that I have never, I have never seen such a cute one. And I just got it at TJ Maxx, but it was like two years ago and I finally was using it and then he ran it over. I didn't even know that. So you had to throw it away? Yes. And so now he said, I'm going to get you the same one. I'm like, okay, good luck finding it. So now I'm using one that has a hole in it until I can find um, another one, but until we get another one he's like i'll just go to dollar general and grab you one i'm like that's fine whatever but yeah it was an interesting day and um nicole with her big heart and her i wasn't with her and i mean this is mean of me to say that i would probably have stopped it but her when her and victor went shopping to look for the mulch and the thing she calls me she goes oh i did something but i'm not going to tell you because you'll get mad and you'll tell dad and dad will get mad and I'm like, okay. And then she goes, well, I'll tell you, but don't tell Dan. And then she, I said, what? And she's like, never mind. And so she does, doesn't tell me. And then she gets home and over here and she's like, okay. Because, of course, I'm going to see what she did. She bought so much formula for, she's like, I'm going to send this all out of state to, um, and it's heavy. Like, and a lot of it was liquid, right? Like, she yes. just bought tons of formula, all different kinds. She said she left lots at the store for the local people, but like the, she put it on her story and everybody's like, oh my gosh, there's none of this here. So, but because her back hurt and, or because yeah, she was hurt. I, I couldn't had, even move the next day. Like I felt I was having a heart attack. So I was like, Nicole, this is exactly why I said it. I got to package up all the formula, get them mm-hmm. all ready, find the things you can ship them in. Had to ship them all out. It was like, so everybody, hope you like that did get the formula. I hope you enjoyed. I put some, put some little, little bit of labor in there and a little bit of love. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It was and it, and it and was very. It is very, very, very nice of her. But it would be so much easier if we could just like. But you can't like if we could find it on Amazon and just shipped it to these people, you know, some formula just to be you know to help them out or whatever. It was just, it's not light and it's got liquid in it and it, you know it's just uh, a lot of it was liquid formula. Yeah, it was. I mean, we did have quite a few cans. Yeah, but. I was uh, cans would last a lot longer, but a lot of people just needed the gentle ease, and that was just the liquid one. So, oh yeah, that was a lot more work than 
I did tell her, I said, I know you got a big heart and you want to help everybody out, but consult me next time, please, before before you start this, because we have a lot of projects on our on the on our plate right now without a lot of extra. But she's I thought it was I still think it was very nice of her. Yeah. It was Victor. Victor was like Oh, and I teased Victor. I said, Victor, because usually he stops at stuff. He goes, What? I thought it was a good idea. And I said, Yeah. <laughs> So I did make him take the, after I had them already and labeled and everything, I made him take the ones to the UPS. And I said, okay, since he thinks it's a good idea, he can go ship them ones all out. Yeah, it was a lot of labor, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. I just felt like. And then messaging everyone what kind they need and, like, where's your address and then finding boxes. We went to the Dollar General and just asked for some boxes that they weren't using. So that was kind of nice. Taped them all back up. Taped them all back up. We had to go out to the dumpster. (laughs) I didn't get them out of the dumpster, though. There was, like, a cart by the dumpster. And then, because I was thinking, oh, my God, to ship these things, it's going to be 20 bucks a pack. So then I was like, well, then at least let me go try to find some boxes. But, yeah, anyways, it was... It, we, we got them all out. We're, yeah, we're, we're good. We're good now. And 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 it, and it was a feel-good moment. You know, I was like, okay, this is awesome. And some people sent me pictures of their babies. It was really cute, you know. Like, oh, thank you so much. And I just hope all of the nothing bust in the way, you know, right. of them yeah. getting you know them. That, then I'll be sad. Do you know that shipping, putting a fragile sticker, so I didn't know this. Back when I shipped Coco Caliente mugs, um, <laughs> back when I shipped Coco Caliente mugs, I would put fragile stickers on the boxes because, you know, they were really fragile. And they told me at the post office, they're like, just buy fragile stickers and put fragile on them. So then I started to do that with some boutique stuff. And then I would have done that with like the formula, right? And then some lady told my mom that it costs like, what, 20 extra dollars or something? Or it costs extra money for fragile stickers? Yeah, she peeled them all off at the post office and said we can't put them on there. So yeah, so I'm like, well, what the heck? You guys are the ones I bought the roll and from Amazon that you said I could buy and I would stick them on because it's just like... If you're going to throw a box, maybe someone would think second about it. Anyways. So and now- it was so funny. My nephew was over. He's 15. And he was over the day I was packaging them up. And he's like, I said, I'm really worried about these, you know, and I'm wrapping them up and the stuff. And he's like, put some fragile stickers on them, right fragile on it. And I'm like, you can't. They're just going to peel them right back off. I'm like. But do you think it's just certain people that do that? Certain post offices? I don't know. Yeah. Or a certain person at a post office, or I don't know, I'll have to try it maybe one more time. Because if you're shipping glass, I don't understand. It never used to be, but maybe it changed. So I never, I shipped all my mugs out with fragile things and never. The good thing they're like, we're really easily peelable stickers, the ones, because she peeled, I put like four on each package when I was milling the glass mugs or whatever. So she peeled them right off. Well, I helped her then because she said they can't be on there. So I just started going through and helping her get them all off or whatever, but um Good thing, you know, they were easy because I couldn't imagine if they were the kind that were stuck on and I had to redo everything. Yeah, I don't get it. Okay, well, that's all we have for you today. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what topics you want to hear from us next. Um, Okay, is there anything else, Mom? Nope, that's it. All right, bye-bye. Bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on 
on your podcast app. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.